Hello and welcome to Sumo Manichi from, direct from, Fukuoka, Japan. We are here, we've been to the Sumo. My name's Amy, I'm here with Dave and we've, we're having a good time. Oh, we certainly are. We've just come, well, I wouldn't say directly from the Sumo. We had a bit of dinner beforehand, <laughs> yep. but we are back in our apartment and uh, ready to talk, talk Sumo. Let me ask you straight away. Mm. It was our first time being at the uh, Fukuoka Kokusai Center yep. where the sumo is. What were your first impressions? Not even walking into the stadium. Talk me through walking up to that great building. Well, number one, I loved getting there on the bus. This is probably <laughs> a little bit of a diversion, but I thought the bus was really cool. Easy to get there. Walking up, great vibe. Not as many people. As So in Osaka, it's kind of like in the middle of town, a lot of people kind of hanging around, gathered around. So not as many people coming in. But once you hit the food trucks and the uh, stalls on the way in, that's when it really hit me. Yeah, I have heard a lot of people talking about the food trucks. Yeah, Fukuoka food trucks, Fukuoka food trucks. We knew they were there. Everyone's been talking about them. And I've got to say when I got there, I was a little underwhelmed. Were you? There were six. Yes, that's true. But what I do like what Fukuoka does is there's a bit of an outside, you know, there's places to sit, you can yep. eat, you can have a few drinks, you can watch the sumo on a very, very small TV mm. that was not keeping up with the competing sunlight. Uh, but there's a bit of a feeling of community. Yes. At the front of the stadium, which I, I think that... You know, where have we been? Osaka and only Tokyo. But don't quite have that feeling of, well, you, you could actually come to the sumo, not go inside and feel like you're part of it. Yes. So Osaka, there's stalls, but they're mostly the stalls to pick up your uh, bags full of bento and snacks. Yeah. And so you can't engage with them unless you've pre-ordered something. Okay, so there's nothing else apart from that. Tokyo pretty much... The same, although sometimes there's a side bit of joy, you know, where there's a bit of oh no, there's, there's food a couple of stuff, couple of tents where you can get some food, but nothing quite like this. And then there's, I mean, it's in the uh, sumo area, so th there is yes, a lot to do in exactly. Tokyo. But here, you could go in. There was a whole lot of people, you know, calling for your attention, and and the food truck area. There were sure there were only six, but there was a little television set up under a. Uh, yeah, in, in a marquee, but as marquee, I said, yeah. the, the the brightness of that TV was not it. competing with the sunlight. No. Um, so we got there about 11 a.m. Uh, and we kicked off the day as you would with a few fried oysters and a nice <laughs> beer. Uh, now, the, in addition to the food trucks, there are some, let's call them sideshow games. Yeah. Yeah, with the guys from the uh, Sumo Kyokai YouTube channel. So you get to see a, a few familiar faces there. And the one that I played today, and I will update you over the days because I plan to play more. And I, I should preface this with um, there was a lady who played before me. You chuck a ring. You have to chuck a ring on a number of those plastic. Uh, Hooks? Like they're like the ricochet um, plastic figures, figures. But they were all oh. short eye. They were yeah, all I mean, shorter. correct. Yeah. So there's like nine of them on a thing and you have to 
throw the ring over it. The lady before me got five. You have to get five to get the special prize and walked away with an Ura cushion. Yes, I know. I saw that. It was huge. Yeah, everyone applauded. Everyone was yelling. Yeah. I was like, it's my time to shine. I didn't disappoint. I have to say I, I represented uh, Melbourne, Australia and myself by getting three. three. Three is a good score. That's not bad. And I got uh, I got a program. So <laughs> I, I think everyone got a program. Well, I think you have to pay for that usually anyway. <laughs> but I had to pay to play this game as well. I got a... Um, the thing that you put documents in. Um, yeah, like a, a plastic, a clear plastic document folder. Yeah, but with sumo stuff on it. Which will so- be handy for your, for all of the things you print out. That's right. All my printouts. <laughs> and then the best thing was an Asaniyama, um, like. I'd call it a, it's a small metal pill case. Pill case. Yeah. yeah. You could put mints in there. You could put pills in there. I'm trying to think of what else you could put in there. You could put lollies in there. Yes. Boiled sweets. Uh, yes, if it was the 1920s, exactly. you could certainly put those things in there. Uh, so, uh, that felt good to me. I felt I felt good getting. You did through. okay, and I'm very jealous of that. So I think I need to have a you go tomorrow. Um, the weather. Uh, again, oh, yeah. I didn't look at look up exactly what it was because it's all about feel and. Uh, when we pulled in at about 11 a.m., the sun was out. It wasn't too bad, but um, the, as soon as the sun went behind the clouds, which it did from about midday onwards, it was quite cold. It was cold, but yesterday was so cold. So last night we found an area along the river uh, with some entertainment and uh, some different food trucks and all of that, but it was so windy and so cold uh, that... It, it put a slight dampener on it. I mean, you're overseas, so you're having a great time anyway. You're in Japan. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, there's food trucks. You're eating well. You're having beers. Yeah. But it was cold. Yeah. And, and for someone who didn't bring a scarf, but that's you. inside the stadium was a different story. It yeah. Was, well, today was, was warmer. And inside. Oh, inside was very, very hot. Uh, so, before we get into the action, uh, I mean, one of the great things about being there is, and especially outside of Tokyo in the smaller, I'll say regional, even though they are bigger cities than the one I live in, uh, Basho is that the the ex-Rikishi, the administrators are just getting about their business around the stadium. You ran into a few familiar faces today. Yeah, I mean, as soon as you get there, you start seeing people. And I suppose, um, first of all, we saw Ikkyo, and we'd seen him last time, you still haven't. Uh, uh, disposed of the tea that he gave you, the green no, tea. No, no. That tea sits proudly atop our fridge at home. <laughs> yeah. And and so that, you know, that's impressive straight away. But then we did happen to see Tokushoryu walk past and that was really special because, you know, he's newly retired and he's just such a feature of the last well, few years. He, he's got the blue jacket on the this basho is keeping an eye on things security wise, but he took a few minutes out of his day just to pop out to the vending machines. Yes. <laughs> and uh, as soon as he did that, he was vulnerable. Yeah, beset upon. But, you know, like, I mean, to see him and stand, you know, within a few meters of such a legend, we got a photo with you. Yep. With him. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was truly special. There are a lot of people you know, going up to him and asking him for photos and 
um, autographs and stuff like that. And that's what I, I do enjoy about um, going in person to a bachelor because it's not just us. It's not just us being weird, you know. We, we really want to see these guys and, and get photos with them because we never can because we live in a different country. It's everybody who goes, who's who's trying to participate in this. And so there was, you know, especially when we ran into later. We well, just came well, around a corner. We just, yeah, we were just coming back down to, I think, look at the merch stand and just bumped into Huckahaw. He was just there all of a sudden. Yeah. And I don't know, I, I'm not a... I'm not a person who gets blown away by other people. By like famous people. Yeah, by people famous or people. I don't know. I mean, they're just people. Yeah. But to see Huckahaw there, I, I was like, oh, this is something quite extraordinary. Yeah. Because the last time, the only way that we saw him in Osaka was I had to take the photo through the, <laughs> through the crack slit in, the, in door. the door. Yeah, magic and moments. There. That's when I did feel, you know, a little bit, uh, didn't feel like that was quite right. But here he was just <laughs> in the corridor and a big group of people gathered around him. So it was sort of a lot of photos being taken, a lot of people asking him questions and, yeah, we saw the opportunity to yeah, get and a I photo. Mean, I mean, one thing I will say about Huckahaw in his post-retirement is, is that he is very generous with his time and, as we've seen on social media, uh, very generous with his very obvious opinions on the sport of sumo. But it was so lovely to see him take the time and he took a lot of time today, meet the people, take photos with a lot of uh Fans, you being one of them. Yep. Um, Thank you for taking the photo. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the framing was particularly good. It was yeah. good. The thing I noticed, I don't know if you can see it in the photo, actually. I haven't zoomed in, but, and I've noticed this before when he's been on the commentary and stuff, but he loves a bit of bling. And it's not, I, I don't know if he wears necklaces, they're always hidden, but around his wrist, he's got a big, like, yeah, Diamante, chun- yeah. chunky bracelet. And there's a couple of other ones as well. Like he just likes a, an accessory. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've said it before, right? Well, he is a fashion icon. Yeah. Let's not forget about this. And when they say, you know, put the blue coat on today because you're working, and he does, he um, he does what he's meant to do, but they're like, oh, maybe you could take some bracelets off. And he's like, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, no. I mean... He wears the blue jacket rather than the than the blue jacket wearing yes. him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, he owns it. Yeah, and and you don't see him really like after the bouts have con- concluded, keeping people off the doyo. Mm. I think he's kind of more. No, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's right at the, the end of the day, yeah. they all gather around. And who did we see who we hadn't so- seen before? Uh, Toka oh, Shoryu, I suppose. Yeah, Ishiura was there today. Ishiura and Chinakuni. Yes, Gina Cooney. Another new one. Yeah. I mean, so the the Fukuoka Kokosai Centre, it's a very intimate venue, I think, even compared to Osaka. feels a bit smaller. We had some great seats just behind the west side, slightly off at an angle. Where were we on the west? I think we were on the east. Oh, yes, we were on the east. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um. It's a great place to watch sumo. Yeah, you just feel close the whole time. We were at, towards the back of the boxes, but, you know, had a four-person box for the two of us. Yeah. 
um, surrounded by some lovely people. Yeah. Um, a guy from um, Ireland. I- Ireland. Ireland. Rob. Uh, who lived in Sydney. Yep. With his girlfriend and a couple from the US on the other side. Yeah, and I, I forget Rob's partner's name, but she went out to the merch stand just to pick oh, up yeah. something and came back with a fan, like a fan that you fan yourself with. And she had picked out a Takanosho fan. Yeah. And I said, why did you choose this one in particular? And she goes, look at his smile. And you cannot argue with that. Perfect choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the... Uh, we were there pretty early. We got there for Sundame. Yeah, earlier maybe than we've been before. Maybe once we've been that that early. But it was so great to uh, just be in there and experience it. I know we, we, you know, you tell most people to come later if you haven't experienced sumo before. Uh, but for us, we loved being there that early. Oh, well, so- I mean, I was just very antsy to get there this yeah. morning, I think, because yeah, I that's all we wanted hadn't do. seen the stadium before. I was very keen to get there and just check it. And, I mean, th- there's a very liberal pass-out system I- in place at the Co- Kokosai Centre. So it didn't feel like a lot of pressure to go through the gates. But we just sat there, had a beautiful afternoon, watching the lower divisions go around. Uh, Shall we jump into the bouts, do you think? We can. The funny thing, or sort of funny, I suppose, when you go to the sumo is that there's no replays. So you, and it's it's unique for a sport, is it, that you never oh. see a replay of anything up on a screen? Yeah, I think that's so important to, to say that our impressions that we're going to give you are from us seeing about once happen in real time. Yeah, I, I think it's, I, I can't think of a sport where you don't have a, a big screen. To show the action. I mean, I guess it's stuff like golf and car racing and everything where you, you. Oh yeah, you, you true. Don't, you walk you walk around and you experience it more, uh, but something where there's concrete bouts. Yeah, you're. I mean, you've picked two great examples of sports that I mean, don't have a, now. I feel like a replay hits. screen. Like and, and MMA, like if you go to the boxing, boxing exactly. I've never been to those kind of sports, but do they have screens? Yeah. Well, sumo feels like something where you, if it wasn't um, perhaps in Japan or if it wasn't a Japanese sport that you would, it, it's something obvious where you would just yeah, replay. True. That's so true. But it does feel like it's a, a deliberate um, decision to not have replay screens. Yeah. But, but I also think that speaks so much to, it's a different thing to see sumo live because you have to see it. Mm. You see it once. You make your decision, you move on. Mm. I mean, there's something, it's very different. I mean, watching Sumo, you know, the NHK coverage, the the Abema coverage has its own thing and being able to see replays when there's close decisions or monoese is so, so good. But being there and seeing it once and then having to live with that, it's special. And the build-up is totally different as well. I suppose you notice different things. Like today, one of the main things I noticed is how the crowd got behind the people who were from that region in particular, with some noticeable exceptions. There are a few uh, fan clubs in today that that really went off. But, you know, Sadanumi, Shorai was just so supported. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, the local boys are very, very well supported. Hiradumi, they just, the crowd went 
off well, for those guys. I, I don't think it's any different from Osaka. Yeah. Where we saw those hometown people. It's just that the Kyushu crowds love their hometown boys and don't really care about anyone else. Yeah, I think Osaka, quiet. yes, they were getting behind Ura, but there was a general enthusiasm for the other rikishi. It felt like after the hometown boys had finished, the crowd had mentally checked out. Yeah. yeah. I think today actually overall was one of the most vibiest days of sumo the, I've ever this been This was to. a killer day of sumo. I mean, I'd be interested to see what people think watching it from home, but being there, there was just, I mean, bout after bout of absolute magic. Yeah. Day eight, I suppose. So a Sunday... Uh, we're leading up to a uh, Japanese holiday, I believe, Thursday and Friday of this coming week is a holiday. So maybe if t- people have taken an extra week, but it was... <laughs> an extra week of holiday? Yeah. In Japan? Could you? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Absolutely well, I like not. to think about that. <laughs> I like to think about it too. But um, yeah, huge, huge vibes. Um, a really buoyant crowd today. Lots of calling out, lots of kids. Yes. There was a group of kids in front of us. They had done what I thought was really clever. You don't need to buy every single towel of every single person that you're a fan of. They had just made a gumbare sign, like across a couple of stuck together pieces of paper. Yeah, I, I look, and they I, used it over and over again I for their s- favourites. I saw those kids do that. And my first thought was pick a lane. Do you know, commit kids. Yeah. Come on, pick a side they here. They had done a short eye sign as well. well. I know, yeah. How about that? They couldn't, loved short eye the most. I couldn't stay mad at them. <laughs> they were very <laughs> cute. Actually, the kid um, fell over the railings. There was a really little boy. There were three kids, two older girls and a little boy. And at one point, I mean, the railings weren't high. Yeah, I was going to say, you made that sound very dramatic. but Suddenly it was from the box and the box in front. He just suddenly disappeared and there was this kind of collective intake of breath and he had <laughs> popped over. But that young man was fine in he the end, fine. we found out. He hey, was um, fine. So, obviously, we were there to see Jurio, another great day of Jurio action, but Toki Hayate mm. uh, had a bit of a fan club in today. And it's not like he's from the from Kyushu at all. He's from the other end of the country, up in Miyagi-ken, which is somewhere, I mean, Sendai, I think, is that's northeast of Tokyo. But there was a big crowd of supporters in today. The only thing I could think of was that he was from Tokitsukaze Bay, which is the same as Short Eye, and they were kind oh, I mean, of that's, on the that's train. A long bow. But that's a really long bow because they didn't go off for Short Eye like no. they did for um, Toki Hayate. Yeah, but I love that commitment for Toki Hayate. They, they had um, they were holding the daikon, daikons, which. I just didn't understand because uh, uh, there's a link that we don't know that somebody will tell us, I'm sure. Uh, they were sitting all the way at the back, which often – I remember the first time we saw the Mitakumi fan club in person. They were at the back as well because I guess that's where you can be guaranteed to get a big chunk yeah. of seats all together. So there was, I don't know, maybe like 20 or 30 of them led by a guy. And you don't see this very often or hear this very often at the sumo where one uh, chanter – can get a whole crowd going. So we're from Australia where that happens all the time at the cricket and the football. We're used Air, to it. Soccer, netball, yep. every We love sport. a chant. We love a chant. We love a clap. We love to clap together. But, but not these, in the sumo. <laughs> but these 20 people just got everyone involved. Clapping. So 
for Toki Hayate. They were going Toki Hayate, and everyone was clapping, and it was just something to behold. They had a chant as well. I'm not sure exactly what the chant was saying, but then they just got people to to say his name and clap. Yeah. Beautiful thing. It was Absolute awesome. beautiful thing. Did he thing. win? Did he win? He did no, it. No, he did not win. That's right. But That's right. they they gave him great support in his loss. Yeah, he lost against Midoriya. Yeah, unfortunate. But that was, yeah, that was really, really something to see today. A, well, fan, a good fan club is unparalleled. Exactly. Let's jump into some Makuchi bouts, shall we? Yes, we saw Tomokaze. There was a lady in front of us. Oh. Who disappeared in the second half. Did you see her come back? I don't think she came back. She was with three other people. I don't know if they knew each other because they weren't doing much talking. Well, they were sitting in the same box. I know, the same box. Yeah, I know what's going on. And she was screaming for a number of people as the um, Makuchi Doya Iri went round. So she obviously had her set of favourites. The favourite favourite was Tomokaze. Tomokaze. She had such immaculate taste in Rikishi. Mm. From... Yep. Makushta through Jurio and Makuchi. And then about half time she went missing. I suspect she may have just taken herself to the hospital. She might have had a few highballs. I don't know, but she loved uh, Tomokaze and screamed for him, but he couldn't pull it off today. We didn't see a Tomokaze win on day eight. No, unfortunately. Yeah, Churuna Umi picked up that win Made it look a bit easy. Oh, Tomokaze, he's five and three after that loss. And Trunaumi continues to do extremely well under the radar, this guy. I reckon six and two. He would have had some fans in the audience. I didn't really um, hear it today. No, not so much because the the lady was so She was screaming so loud. But six and two, he should be very, very happy with that score. We got to see an Ichi Yamamoto win. He was against Takara Fuji and uh, slapped him down. We're pretty happy with well, that. Well, I, I think this was good sumo from Ichamamoto. Takara Fuji, of course, he's going to be a rikishi who tests out someone like uh, Ichi. But the thing that impressed me that once Takara Fuji had moved in close, Ichamamoto found a way to make some room, make some space. And once he found that space... He knew exactly what to do with it. So Ichiyamamoto now moves to seven and one. Mm. Could we see a Kachikoshi tomorrow? Yes. For him? Yes. In real life? Yes. Who knows? Please. Uh, two and six for Takara Fuji. I remember um, that I don't remember actually this bout so well, the Ichiyamamoto one, because it was when I had just messaged Jason that I was oh, going to come yeah. over and say hello. So sumo legend Jason Harris yep. was there in attendance today. He's caught the train down from Tokyo to Fukuoka. Now that's a commitment from him. It's probably him. like two or three or at least two, maybe three hours on the Shinkansen. And he was there with uh, Brian, who I've since realised, and I didn't know at the time, was uh, a guy on on Twitter called Brian from Fukuoka. Good name. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It says what it does uh, (laughs) on the label. Yeah. Um, Who I have seen around, obviously, the the sumo uh, boards and the, you know, whatever's, discussions. Uh, So it was awesome to meet those guys. Um, they were sitting over 
to the right of us. I got told off. For, you're not allowed to linger. No, they don't. What, loitering? Loiter. Lingering or sitting outside your seat. They do not like it. Yeah. There. So if you're going to say hello to someone, don't do it in the middle of the action. Like you, you just can't. I mean, I get that you're not meant to stay there while a bout is going on, but also in between. But if you're saying hi to your friends, come on. Well, Cuts and hi to my friends. But lovely to see Jason. It was it was really awesome. Yeah. Jason, thank you for everything you do for Sumo. Now, Hirudumi. Yes. Came up against Tsurigisho today. Hirudumi, he awoke something in the crowd today. Yeah. It was like people were seeing some kind of god step up onto the doyo. The, it felt, it just, there was a feeling in the crowd. Everyone got behind Hirodumi today. I don't want to say this too much or emphasise it too much, but really we haven't seen a whole stadium clap. I just said that the Toki Hayate fan club got something going. But for Hirodumi, the whole stadium was clapping and just saying his name. Yeah. I've never seen it. Well, no, I know. And, you know, I I mean, the other big example for me was seeing Ura in front of his hometown Mm. Osaka crowd. Mm. I mean, that was big, but this felt personal. It felt personal. That's exactly what I was going to say. It was like all of us individually had, um, were in support of Hirodumi. Yeah. Rather than a collective. And I think, you know, your, your Nakabe day eight crowds in Kyushu, they're not stupid. No. They know their sumo. They know their boy lost the first three days. And he's turning up on day eight with four straight wins up to this point. They knew he was building something. Mm. And they wanted to tell him that they appreciated the effort. Uh, and it was just, this was just something to be part of. Yeah. Just united us all. Oh, exactly. I felt like I was at one with the Kyushu. I mean, I feel like I'm from Kyushu now. Yeah. I didn't even know whether there were Hirodumi towels, but there was such a variety out there as well. People had made their own. There was someone who, uh, on our Instagram, I put a photo of it, who had drawn uh, the picture of uh, his Kesho Mawashi, which is a bridge maybe in the Nagasaki area. Where, it looks where a lot from. like the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco, yeah. <laughs> but it can't be, can it? Yeah. I'm sure it's from Nagasaki. Someone will know, but... How beautiful to to replicate that. He got up and he must have been nervous. I think there might have even been a mata. I, I can't remember. Well, there let, were some crucial matas. Let me tell you about this bout. Please, 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 please. Did, have we even said who this is, who he was against today? No. Tsurugisho. Yep. Now, we know Tsurugisho is fighting under an injury cloud, mm. but he's still very, very hard to move. But today, Hirudumi, he he got on the belt and I thought, this is going to be very, very interesting. Hirodumi had to work extremely hard, and I thought it was quite clever to, on that belt, use just enough uh, kind of leverage and yeah. the right fulcrum to swing Tsurugisho around so that he landed at the right time in the right spot, right on the Tawara for Hirodumi, just by sheer will of himself and the crowd to take Tsurugisho over. And finally, the effort that he's putting in is paying off. Well, this is five in a row for Hirodumi. The crowd went bananas. Yeah, I know. This was, I I don't think I've seen a reaction like this. 
It was so full on. Everyone was screaming, um, throwing their arms in the air. It was a lovely show of support for someone who, you know, we we haven't really seen <laughs> well, that before. For someone who we've completely written off after going zero <laughs> three. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it was great. It was a it was a magical moment uh, in Makushta, in the uh, Fukuoka Kokusai Center. We saw Ryuden. Come, oh, well, I didn't say their scores. 5-3. Sure. Uh, Hirodumi, those five in a row. Tsurigisho at three and five. Ryudan came up against Hokuseiho. Uh, it was interesting to see Hokuseiho step up. You really could tell, like you said before, the people in the Fukuoka crowd were just not interested in. No, like the, the hyped Rikishi at the moment, the Fukuoka crowd couldn't care about. Hokuseiho, they were just like, whatever. But I say, you and I, we looked at this matchup. We saw Hokuseiho. We saw Ryudan, a.k.a. the dude, a.k.a. the belt maestro. <laughs> and we thought something might happen here. Yes. Yes. And it absolutely did. He just um, got on the belt. So, tick, number one, belt maestro. Yeah, the dude the says, this is this is me, <laughs> yeah. let's do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Hokuseiho at one point, he did lean all the way over. He was obviously trying to do a bit more perhaps. I'm not sure if it was off the back of yesterday. I'm just um, – I know that we saw Hakuho came up – come out and, and speak about the bat yesterday actually against Midori Fiji. I don't have it up you, right I know, now, you read it to me, but it. you said, oh, look, uh, Hakuho's come out and said about that. About. And I'm like, yeah, tell me about it. All I really heard you say, I heard a heap of excuses. Yeah, he, ex- he excused him, but he did say at one point he probably needs to do a bit more or something along those lines. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing yeah. alcohol, which I can do because I've met him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you lent in and said, is it okay if I just say paraphrase this? And he's, he said, get away from me. <laughs> Stop whispering <laughs> stop, into stop my whispering ear. into my ear in a language I don't understand. <laughs> and after that, he said, "Yeah, sure, no worries." Uh, so yeah, Hokuseiho uh, um, doing a little bit more today. Well, yeah, yes, he did a little bit more. He reached over, put the hand on the belt, but the dude was determined today, wasn't he? Just kept going at it. Uh, here, though, we saw him. Get a double-handed, like, shallow front grip. Two hands on the front of Hokuseiho's belt. And at this point, I thought, oh, here we go. We've seen people try this before. Yep. There's no way this is going to work. It looked like he was going for that tug down from the front, which isn't a good idea. I mean, he's so massive, Hokuseiho. And you're basically pulling him down from a standing upright grip. But at this point, because he was reaching over the back of Rudin's belt, he was on a bit more of an angle. And with the sharp applied tug by the dude, it worked. And he got the Shidate Dashinage oh, this pull-down win. This was brilliant sumo from Rudin. Yeah, it looked perfectly executed. It was just – it's like he had those both hands on the belt – he pushed and then suddenly shot those hands mm. down. This was a new way of beating Hokuseiho, yep. I thought, that uh, Ryudin has pioneered today. <laughs> Brilliant sumo from him. So Hokuseiho, three and five. Ryudin with that win, under the radar, 
Six and two. Oh, I you were going to say that. Six and wow, two looking. at Mike oh Shearer 10. Wow. Well done, really. He's in the hunt. Yep. Yep. Atami Fuji came up next against Takanosha. Now, this was a bit awkward because we had an Atami <laughs> Fuji towel and the lady next to us, as you said before, had a uh, Takanosha fan. And as we brought out the t- Atami Fuji towel, she said, what does that say? And we had to uh, let her know that. It said a tummy Fuji. I, I said initially it just says Gunbutter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she said, oh, did I buy the wrong fan? You know, I just liked his smile and we're like, you, There's, you know, well, in firstly, sumo you support whoever the frick you want. Exactly. There's no wrong fan to buy. No. Unless it's Abby. Yeah. Correct. So a tummy <laughs> Fuji. <laughs> nah, Abby, we love you. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, do we? So. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Atami Fuji, uh, he's he's been struggling. He has uh, he lost the last two days. Okay, he has to Sadnomi and Hirodumi. Yes, uh, and I can only imagine yesterday how the crowd went off when Hirodumi beat him. I'm now. Oh, I can. I have that. a better have appreciation of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today against Takanosho, he he stayed mobile, but he gave up the belt again, and so we thought. This was big trouble for him. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, it's something you've been pointing out and I completely agree. There's something that happens at the touch eye that Atami Fuji definitely needs to sort out, whereas he'll let his opponent onto the belt very quickly. And depending on the opponent, that can be worse news than others. But today, after Takanosha got on the belt, it was good to see Atami Fuji move those hips, swivel quite quickly and break that belt hold that Takanosho had established. Yeah. And that led to him then throwing him down Kotanage, a big win for him. Yeah, it was, it was good to see. I mean, again, the Kyushu crowd had checked out. because Yeah, they, they didn't they, really care. <laughs> they'd, see, they'd, they'd seen uh, Hirudumi win and they knew Shodai was a few bouts to come so they were just like <laughs> they were tired. Ah, who is this guy <laughs> that's right but Atami Fuji takes himself to six and two he's uh he's still doing very well uh the Takanosho fan next to us was slowly lowered and we offered a um don't worry he's um a very popular rikishi I said he's people love his smile he um is greatly valued he used to be up at the very you know almost the very top ranks and she said oh thank you for thank you I'm sure that fan well, would have gone straight in the bin. <laughs> Don't put it. We'll <laughs> take it. We'll yeah, take we'll it. take it. We can give it a good home. All right. Hey, let's talk about this Midori Fuji bout up against Myogiryu. Yeah. Midori Fuji, he comes out of the touchy eye and he sets himself up. Yep. Hand around the shoulder. Just up in the business of Mjolgiriu. And I tell you what, this Nakabe crowd in Kyushu knew what they were seeing here. Do you know what I was I was getting ready to explain the Katsukashi to our friends next door? I was I was, you know, getting the hand up. Uh, I was gonna be that insufferable person who's like, now I'm gonna explain what happened to you here. Yeah, and then they were like, stop touching me under the shoulders. <laughs> we'll just demonstrate it if I could. Uh so this this was interesting. And again, I think we see uh, Midori Fuji's opponents know what's coming here. I felt like that was the case again today with Myogiryu. But instead of going for the Katasukashi, Midori Fuji, he just did something different. They disengaged, a little bit of action, and then just gave us one of the hugest Sukui Nages I've ever seen 
dumped Midori Fuji to the ground. And the Kyushu, the Kyushu crowd, they were like, we don't know where this guy's from, yeah. but we like this <laughs> yeah. move. They did like this. They went off for this one. I mean, they a good throw will ignite uh, any crowd, I think, and this really was a, a high throw. It went, Miyogiri went up. Yeah, yeah. Beltless arm throw. It's the way to go. The so, crowd loved it. We loved it. Midori Fuji, how's he going? How now? is he going? Just go up a Just bit. Go there we go. Scroll six up two. a bit. Six two. And I believe that's one in a row now. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well yeah. done. Well Great done. to see uh, coming back against that loss yesterday from Hokuseho. Uh, we saw Takiyasu and Ura. Again, the Kyushu crowd, they're not so basic as to just you know, fall at the feet of Ura. No, here they were divided, actually. Uh, we looked around and saw Takeyasu, the new towel, the um, official sumo merch towel is orange, so it's actually quite easy to see. Um, it's a gross colour. Yeah, it's a bit gross. It's gross. But it's easy to spot. Well, I think it's a good towel if you are in a, an emergency situation and you need to <laughs> l- uh, indicate your location to a helicopter. Yep. But as, in terms of a sumo towel... It's too bright. Yeah, yeah. But there were a few of them. <laughs> there were. <laughs> the Ura towel, they weren't the pink. Are they pink? The Ura towels weren't as obvious today, but they, they were pretty equal once you could spot them around. And I liked how, uh, yeah, everyone wasn't cheering for Ura. It really did seem um, pretty equal here. Takiyasu was in our corner, which is awesome oh, to see. So good to see. So good to see him get ready for his bout. Yeah. Just when he looks looks out. Yep. He gazes out. There were people there were people about three boxes in front of us. I don't know if this also if this always happens, but when he looks out, it looks like he's making eye contact with you, with one, you know, with, with you in the audience. And there were just people frantically waving at him. And you don't that often, but that's the the kind of personal uh, interaction that Takiyasu <laughs> makes people feel like they're having with him with that stare. He's looking at me. Yeah, yeah. He's he's looking at, and I can encourage him in this bout. Anyway, it turned out to be true. They were waving at him, and it worked because he's got three in a row now after uh, popping Ura down yeah. to the ground. Yeah, Ura came out, and Takiyasu just so easily handled this and. Uru was on the dirt very, very quickly. So disappointing for Uru fans. But Takiyasu now moves to five and three. Mm. That's okay. That's three in a row now for him. Not bad at all. Uru two and six. He is in a lot of trouble, I would say. He has had a very hard first week. But, well, I mean, at Maegashira 1, things don't really ever get easy for you. Yeah. Even in the second week. We can move on to Sanyaku now, shall we? Yes. Arby came up against Daisho. We had a newly minted Daisho towel today because uh, you had predicted him as the Yusho winner, which I'm never going to stop reminding you. I did. I don't think I said that. <laughs> did you not? Somebody <laughs> timestamped that, right? <laughs> there's no way. There's no way to prove. If you're right or I'm right, but well, I definitely didn't. I'm say forcing that. you to hold up a Daisho towel. <laughs> 
as he steps <laughs> up onto the uh, There were quite a few Arby supporters in today. There's always a kid. Always a kid kid. yelling out Arby at any uh, day of sumo in any stadium. And there was again today. And it was Arby who dodged an attack following the touchy eye to leave Daisho down in the dirt. We had to lower that towel, but we didn't because our advice is always to uh, hold it up after they've lost, which to me felt worse. Yeah. I was bitterly disappointed with this bout. I I mean, Arby v Daisho should be a treat Two very, uh, I mean, complementary might be the wrong word, but complementary styles in that they're both pusher thrusters. I was hoping for something a little bit more interesting than this, and I was left disappointed. Yep. So, Arby, three and five now. Daesho still in the hunt for the U show. <laughs> Is he at? <laughs> Mathematically. At? Five and three. Mm. Mm. Now... The next moment. Well, technically we're moving on to the final bout of the day. Yeah. The final bout that people cared about. Yeah. There were some others after that. Uh, were, were there? No. Nah. Not really. The man. The legend. The wine sipping. Maestro. Uh, ma- the maestro. <laughs> Short I walked out and he was taking on some other guy. Yeah. Who no one cared about. No. But you might know him as Kodnawaka. As short I walked out a couple of bouts before his uh, bout, a couple of bouts Bouts before before his bout, bout, uh, you see this with Asani Yama a lot. We've commented on this. You know, people get excited he's come out. Um, there were people in the crowd holding up short eye towels, and I was just like, "I am with my people." I know, I know. It we're was so here. good to see. Thank you. We also saw something very rare in sumo, which is six short eye towels sewn together to make one giant short eye towel. And it made me question my own commitment. Yeah, here. exactly. Why haven't I yeah. hand sewn? I don't own a sewing machine. Six short eye towels together, or even four, or even two, or 20. Or exactly, why stop at six? Like, why haven't I thought of that? But it was so clear that, I don't want to say X or Zeki, because I feel that d- that diminishes. He, he's, he's an Ozeki, he's the people's Ozeki. Yeah. He's Kyushu's Ozeki. He's Kyushu's Ozeki. Short I stepped up and there was just a buzz in the crowd that you could not deny. You just had you just got swept along with the power of what this man brings mm. to this island stuck at the bottom end of Japan, so far away from Tokyo, so far away from Osaka, even further away from Sapporo. But here we are, <laughs> Short I. Hero from Kumamoto. He stepped up against Kodnawaka. I mean, you have to admit that this matchup is a tricky one for him, uh, especially at the moment. <laughs> well, in, in the sense, well, pardon. Well, I, I understand throwing up. Just I moved through, through pure excitement. I, I can understand it. I haven't had a sip of water in well, days. The, I mean, this is true. This is a test for short eye. Mm. Kodnawaka. In good form. Yes. Very good form, one might say. What can the man from Kumamoto do today? Well, I'll tell you what he can do. He can just beat a Kodnawaka. He can go up there, go forward, 
make the moves, find the way to win against this man. And the Yorikiri doesn't do it justice. No, it doesn't. I mean, here, Shorai does that thing that he does, and I think this is why people don't like Shorai, is that he can make it look like he's not doing a lot. But if you actually break it down. If you're a scholar of Shorai. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, His positioning here was really good. And I think his doyo awareness proved to be the thing that led to this victory. Because every time there was a, a clash... Every time there was a, an opportunity, he moved Kodnawaka towards the bales and kept himself towards the middle of the doyo. Yeah. So this was just a matter of co- just continued pressure from Shodai. Although from the outside looking in, it didn't look like he was working that hard. Yeah. And that's when Shodai is at his best. Yeah. And the people on either side of us who weren't familiar with sumo would have thought that this was, as we said before, the bout of the day because the crowd went bonkers yeah. as he stepped Konawaka across the Tawara. And I I just felt really lucky to be there and to see him have this victory today. Yeah, it, it I was. I felt really lucky. Yeah, it was just something, yeah, something for the history books. And again, that Yori Kitty won't really mean much in terms of. You know, future generations, maybe in the year 3000, looking at Sumo <laughs> DB and seeing that on day eight of Kyushu 2023, Shorai moved to four and four. Mm. You know, there's no power in that. No, no. But Kodnawaka, six and two. Definitely power in that loss. <laughs> yeah, well, there is power in that loss. Shorai. Now, so Gonoyama was up next mm. uh, against Wakamoto Haru at Sekiwake. Goniyama, a ricochet that we've just had to talk about every day of this basho so far. Kyushu crowd didn't care. No. They, <laughs> they were emotionally spent no. uh, after Shorto's bout and they were basically getting their things together. Um, I was interested to see how Gonoyama would go against Wakamoto Haru, a ricochet who is just so stable, so good at getting on the belt and shutting things down. But it, interesting the way this played out because Gonoyama came out very, very hard. He did. I mean, he is a guy who we're learning is hot off the touchy eye, maybe like um, Hirodumi. We see always just goes for it. And he did today. <laughs> and Wakamoto Haru, he can deal with some level of chaos, but he's just not quite in form at the moment, right? And yeah. he, he had no room to do his style of sumo. Yeah, I mean, today, th- this was this was really about Gonoyama stamping his authority on this bout. And we just, yeah, I mean, Wakamoto Haru, I'm a big fan. I mean, you and I both have been with him on this journey, but we see him at Sekiwake now just not really having that ability to be like, I'm the better Rikishi, I'm the one who's going to drive this one. Goniyama is just looking red hot at the moment, even though he moves to four and four. I mean, that score doesn't say anything and people in the year 3000 will look at this, you know, today and go, well, what does that mean? Uh, but Goniyama dominant performance and really shows that, you know, I think this is his third basho in Makuchi. He is ready for Sanyaku. Yep, yep. He really he is. is. 
and he's the people's son, Yaku. Yeah, <laughs> I felt I felt quite proud that I had uh, bought a Gonoyama towel today. I chose to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we, we've got a bit of a thing where we've we've had a beer in a cup, and then we've poured sake. No, well, I poured it in, and now I've swapped it over. I'll have that. I did that. You can have the okay. The sake only. Why would you leave some beer in a cup though? I hadn't finished. And then that. start to drink the sake though. Well, I was. <laughs> I was really confused. Why would I pour? Why would you leave some beer in there? I hadn't finished it. But why did you start to drink could, the sake? Well, I don't know. I'm, you know. I poured sake into it's his cup that still had beer in it. Oh, it's, no. Well, the now worst, I have to drink it. The worst cocktail. Mm. Happy Nuckabee for everyone I who celebrates. What's the name the- for? Beer and sake together. I swear there's not. Okay. Anyway, let's move is. on. Someone give hey, us a so Asanyama turned up mm. today up against Takakesho. And you know what? The Kyushu crowd couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, it was this bout that I thought they are so, is the word parochial? That they. they they so much care about their local rikishi. <laughs> yeah. This, I mean, on paper, Asunyama coming back after seven days of Kyujo yeah, yeah. up against Ozeki <laughs> Takakesho. And I just didn't feel the energy in the room. Yep. No, it wasn't the same as it would have been in uh, Tokyo or Osaka, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, can't comment on the Goya yet, but. Um, I'm sure it would have been hype there as well, but not as hype today. I mean, there were a lot of supporters in for Asanayama, uh, quite a few for Takakesho, lots of kids always calling out for Takakesho. But <laughs> Asanayama took it to Takakesho here. He shoved him around the doyo, but Takakesho was trying for those those pushes back. Yeah, but I mean, Asanayama's gift is and you can just see it out of the touchy eye Asunyama just looked comfortable against Takakesho. Uh and you could just see that Ozeki pedigree coming through. Takakesho's touch eye was good, but Asunyama found a way back in. Uh took Takakesho all the way to the Tawara. Takakesho I just literally yeah, flicked yeah. to um Twitter. The Twitter Yeah, thing. well, I mean... And there's both... a slow motion of them oh, going a, down. It's perfect timing. Because what we saw is that Takakesho fought back, took Asunyama to the Tawara, and they fell together. And, I mean, this was... Oh. Watching this, and this is the first time I'm seeing actually the replay of this because we didn't get to see it in the stadium. It looked super close. Um, it was given... Asuniyama's, it was given to Asunyama. Uh, to yep. Asunyama. A monoe was called. Let me just look at this replay. Yeah, clearly oh, Takakesho's so left arm hits first. It's so close. That should have been a Toronashi for sure. Yeah. You know, my instinct was seeing it uh, in real life. Um, a Toronashi would have been a fair call. I think so. I mean, I mean, Takakesho's left arm clearly hits. I mean, you can see, you can say that Asanyama is throwing Takakesho here. Uh, he's the one perhaps taking the action, but I, you know, we don't subscribe to that. <laughs> 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 All right. So what a return for, well, I should say there was a, the Monowee and it was confirmed 
given to Asayama. Mm. It wasn't a very long monoe. Interestingly, actually looking at that replay, I thought that might take a bit mm. longer than that. Asayama comes back. So he's one win, seven days off. And how are we doing this? One win, zero losses and seven days off. He is on road to Kachikoshi hard mode. Yep. <laughs> Can he win all eight? Well, we would love to think so. Who's he up against tomorrow? We'll find out in a moment. But we saw Nishiki come up against Hoshoryu. Uh, they are three and three now in a head-to-head. Is, this is crazy. Yes, they're three to three, but Nishikiki has won the last three meetings. How is that possible against Ozeki Hoshoryu? Mm. Are you asking me I'm personally? asking you. Answer my question. Uh, well, we do know that. I, I saw Nishikigi today. Do you know? So you can go down. We were in the east far corner. It's where uh, the Doya Iri enters from the east uh, Doya Iri. You just go down to the bottom floor and you just wait there quietly. You press yourself against the wall. Nobody, you know, if you're in the middle of the corridor, they're like, walk past, walk past, go to your seat. You're against the wall. Everything happens. People are coming in uh, for Makuchi and then the Doya Iri guys are getting ready to go. The Makuchi guys are warming up. I saw Nishikigi. I just want to say that because I think Nishikigi is a special guy. So, so long story short, you saw Nishikigi. I saw him. There's a photo on Instagram. I saw him. Did he have his glasses yes, on? Yes, he did. Yeah, good. Yeah. Now – they Is all she... were watching Wakataka Kage's bout, actually, oh, in Makushita. So it was the final bout of Makushita today. Um, he is he was coming into today one and two. Yeah. Struggling. Ex, ex Ozeki Wakataka Kage. Yes. So there were quite a few people in the corridor, I have to say, me and a whole lot of Japanese women um, who were quite keen to see Wakataka Kage. And current Rikishi. Keen to see Wakataka Kage. And they were all, they all came out of the room, uh, the getting ready room, I call it. Um, and they were all watching the little, there's a little iPad screen there, all gathered around. So Takeyasu was there. Um, Hitoshi was there from Churio. Um, Shishi was there. And Nishikigi. Yeah. Watching Wakataka Kage's bout. So, well, I mean, it was good to see Wakataka Kage get a win today. He did get a win yeah. today. It was very straightforward sumo, which I think we probably need to see more of from him yeah. down at that rank in Makushta. Anyway, let's jump back I've into this. I've sidetracked us there, but it was nice to see Nishikigi Good sidetrack. Good sidetrack. In the flesh. So let's set the scene. Hoshoryu Ozeki, in form, intimidating. Nishikigi, the people's hero, the underdog, the perennial underdog, the overachiever, Who's a little down on his luck? There's no way today against Hoshori he could do anything. <laughs> but Hoshori came out of the touchy eye. He attacked aggressively. Nishikiki here, he just was pure Nishikiki. He took the attack, calmly moved back, calmly stepped back. Suddenly the pace of this was starting to slow down. Hoshoryu had to go hard. Yeah. And this meant that Hoshoryu threw everything. He threw everything a bit far forward. Nishikiki was just in control. He stepped aside. Yep. Sent Hoshoryu down. Yep. 
That's four three to Nishikigi. This is unbelievable. I mean, this was a huge surprise. Nishikigi, a a ricochet who we said has given up. (laughs) I do know. know We've made two very bad calls. Nishikigi and who was the other one? There was another one. Okay. I like the fact you said only two. I think we've made a, a plethora of bad calls. No, but I'm not Nishikigi, admitting to that. after losing the first two days, has now gone six wins straight. Yes, and knocks over Ozeki Hoshoryu. It's so impressive. What? Well, yeah, well, I mean, what an effort! What an effort! What a hero! So good to see this man in the flesh doing what he does. The Which crowd it, enjoyed this. Yeah, well, this, you know, yeah. I mean, Nishikigi isn't from Kyushu, but even given that, the crowd cared about this yeah. one. I mean, I think it's always interesting to see. A, they'd just seen Takakesho beaten and then they'd seen the next Ozeki beaten as well. So you're starting to get a bit of a, you know, bit of a feeling. Well, I mean, we're seeing the Sekiwake haven't gone well today. Mm. We've had Sekiwake Daesho defeated. We've had Sekiwake Kodnawaka defeated. By Shorter. We've had Sekiwake Wakamoto Haru defeated. We've had Ozeki Takakesho defeated. Hang on a We've had Ozeki now, after this one, Hoshoryu defeated. And that brings us to the final bout of the day. The There's Sanyaku. only one option for a win in Sanyaku here. Exactly. And it all falls down on the shoulders of Kirishima and he was up against Hokuto Fuji. Too much pressure for one man. Oh, the last bout of the day. These two, a lot of Hokuto Fuji towers. In fact, I, I would feel that the crowd sentiment here was uh, was definitely for Hokuto Fuji. He was on our side. We got to see his um, intense slaps. His rituals were on the third time or the, the final time back. You know, he does the... Uh, fist on the forehead and the prayer and it's just um he's such a vibe rikishi to watch in the flesh uh he's going up against kirishima uh, there was a a pretty even touch yeah. here and then they they locked up yeah i, I mean hokuto fuji looked like he was going to stay with kirishima and did manage to move kirishima back towards the tawara but kirishima he knows about sumo and he managed to, <laughs> he, does, he, he, does. he read a, a Hokuto Fuji attack beautifully and stepped aside and then managed to spin and turn himself so that Hokuto Fuji was facing the other side of the doyo. Mm. We uh, know what that means. We know what that means. Kirishima was behind him, but when you normally see an Akuri Dashi, it's near the... <laughs> Tawara that they will step over. Yeah. They're on the other side of the doyo yeah. here. Yeah. Full run. Okuri Full dashi. run. So this was. Full length. This was what they call a deep Okuri Dashi. <laughs> so Kirishima got in behind and marched uh, Hokuto Fuji all the way across the doyo and out. <laughs> Hokuto Fuji really just a passenger here on the train of Okuri Dashi as Kirishima picked up that win. And that gave him the sole Ozeki win. It wasn't the sole Sanyaku win. The person I forgot before was Abi, who oh, as Komasubi okay. got a win against Daisho. So sorry if you were screaming at the podcast there that uh, Abi found that win. But Kirishima was the only other 
uh, person in Sanyaku. Damn, Sanyaku under assault on day eight. I thought Hokuto Fuji did all right. Uh, yeah, he was, okay. was It was pretty hype, but to go out like that uh, was a bit of a, yeah, it was a disappointing end to all the right. day. All right, well, shall we go through the leaderboard? Please. The leaderboard is one man and one man only. And uh, he's down at Micashira 14. First name, Itchy. Second name, Last Yams. Name, <laughs> Yams. And his mother married a man with the last name Yamamoto. Oh, Itch Yamamoto out there by himself. Dare we dream? <laughs> I'm dreaming. Can we dream? I mean, <laughs> this feels weird on day eight to Fukuoka. have one leader. It's 9 46 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Timestamp this. I'm dreaming of a Itch Yamamoto you show. On six wins, we have <laughs> Kirishima Hoshori. The two Ozeki have managed to scrape themselves into that position. Ozeki starting off so well. Everyone commented on it. Everyone being us and Hakaho. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of you guys did too. Kodnawaka, Nishi Kigi, Midori Fuji, Atami Fuji, Ryuden Tamawashi, and Churunoumi. Wow. This is uh, certainly wide open going into the second week of this basho. Why don't we preview a few bouts from the action tomorrow, which we will be seeing. Ichi Yamamoto comes up against Takara Fuji. Mm -hmm. Now, sounds like that could be an easy thing for Ichi, but it's a 6-2 record Takara Fuji's way as Sumo TP <laughs> Just goes down. Oh, Just it's crazy. It's 404 me. Oh. Can you see? I can't, but I'm going to bring up, while we speak, I'm going to type in sumo. I'm going real slow. <laughs> .jp. Very, very that. cruel of sumo DB to go down as we're <laughs> doing, <laughs> doing the bouts for tomorrow. What would we do without you, sumo DB? Yep. Uh, oh, can I bring this up in time? Uh, look, it, I don't think it matters. There'll be some bouts tomorrow. Ichimamoto takes on Takara Fuji, and that's really the only bout that we can tell you about. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on Sumo Manichi today. We'll be here to bring you all the action live, in a way, not really live, not live, from Fukuoka Basho. We'll see you tomorrow. See you then. Bye. Bye. Yeah.